I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We're talking again. Our bodies were made to pour, to pour. Hi, I'm Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas. And I'm Brendan Levi. And we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week we are watching the 2019 sequel, Jumanji The Next Level, starring The Rock, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillan, Danny DeVito, Danny Glover, Aquafina, and Nick Jonas, where the gang from the original as well as some new faces return to the game to rescue one of their own. We always love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com, or chuck us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face Off already. Face Off. Right. Face Off. <laughs> Uh, so apologies if we sound a bit worse for wear. It is extremely hot. It really and is. We may die of heat exhaustion <laughs> during the episode. <laughs> We've just come back from the cinema. Excursion. Which was so cold. <laughs> yeah. But at the start, I felt like they didn't have the, it, the AC pumped up high enough. It was even kind of warm in the cinema, yeah. which is yeah. kind and of Someone telling. was eating tuna. Or something. What? Yeah. Couldn't you smell that? I was like, how disrespectful. Anyway, that's enough about the cinema experience itself. Well, I got to say one thing before we start. (laughs) I accidentally chose the, uh, sorry, the closed caption session of the movie. So the whole film had subtitles. So sorry, guys. Yeah. That wasn't too distracting. That was like really intimate. It was like I had pirated it at home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even realize that cinema did that. So no. it's good. I think it's nice. To yeah. be inclusive for sure. Yeah. And just a quick note before we start our review as well. Spoilers. Spoiler warning. We will go straight into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the film yet, watch it and come back. Well, actually, you'll find out if we think you should watch it and come back yeah. in a second. But it'll be too late by but then. But it'll be too late. So, <laughs> I guess it's the catch-22. It's a real dichotomy. <laughs> All right. I don't think that's the right word. It did something. I'm hot. <laughs> Brag. <laughs> I mean, the temperature is sweltering. So, Jumanji, the next level. Does this sequel add anything new or interesting to the formula established in the last film, or is this just more of the same? Go, Brendan. More of the same. Yeah. yeah. It didn't quite hit the mark for me this time. Uh, I <laughs> thought it was more of the same, and I was here for it. I was. <laughs> it, was it was totally fun. It, yeah. it totally was, but I thought the first one, that is to say, the second one. Yeah. You know what I mean? The third mm-hmm. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the fourth if you count Zathora. There you go. How is it? Oh, this one is. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. The, the new reboot, the first reboot. Yeah. It was just such a wild ride. Like, I just yeah. really loved it. Yeah. And I felt like this just felt a little bit like, let's pump this out because we're onto a good thing here. Yeah. Like, I felt like if maybe they spent a tiny bit more time on it. Like, I just didn't laugh as much and it, there wasn't as many sort of, like, thrills for me. And the and the, the scenes at the start, I re- really just felt like they were just really pushing to make it, like, like just go into the world. I know you ha- you're just trying to figure it out. Just get in there. Just I don't get care. there. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, see, yeah, I really enjoyed this film. Mm. I would... I wouldn't put it that far from what I thought of the original. And really, I I think what's kept you are it, laughing a lot. Yeah, I think what's <laughs> kept it fresh is <laughs> the fact that they've the body swapping element now. Like they've chosen different people to be be different people, mm. and yeah. I think that was enough to to make it a bit fresh. Especially the Danny DeVito and Danny, Danny Glover 
characters being put into all the other characters. I thought it was it funny. It was fun, but I really wanted Jack Black to be Bethany. Bethany yeah. I was like, get into <laughs> Bethany's body already. Like, yeah. I, I just love him doing that. Like, he yes. did do really well as- yes, As um, Fridge. Yes, but- I yeah. just, I wanted to. But the- it did give us that by the end. Like yes. she got back, he got back into Bethany. Yeah. But I, I was actually very surprised that I thought the number one standout of this film is Kevin Hart. I thought his Danny Glover impersonation <laughs> was spot on. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Uh, and one of the best like swap performances we've seen in any of the films we've done. And sadly, The Rock's. I'm sorry, it wasn't there for me. Yeah, I didn't think it was good. And then when Aquafina became Danny DeVito, like, this is what it should have been. (laughs) Yes. She was so good. Like, I felt like he had the accent all wrong. Like, he was doing, like... like, I feel like he physically couldn't, like, slouch over or anything. Like, his muscles are holding in such a good posture. Completely like that. Yeah, it was, yeah, just not quite. Aquafina was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love her. Like yeah. at first, when she's Spencer, it didn't really give her that much to do in that mm. role. Yeah. Um, and then when she became Danny DeVito, it's yeah. like this is Brilliant. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But is that because she's got like already got like a husky voice? You know what I mean? That yeah. She can like do that. But she also is a small Asian woman, and she yeah. she played <laughs> Danny DeVito. You know, like that's a big transformation. Seeing this film from a body swapping podcast perspective, mm-hmm. I think this gave us a lot. Like. It, it delivered on the body swaps. Mm. So, I think if you're going in for yeah, that- Yeah, what's the counter there? I sh- we should have done yeah, that before the podcast. I think this is probably one of the most swaps we've ever had in a film because they have their initial swaps, then they swap with each other multiple yeah. times in the film. <laughs> you got to see- And this is like the beauty of a body swap film is that it, it shows the range of the actors and it shows you what they can do. And or the limitations. Some, yeah, or the limitations. <laughs> so, in the case of The Rock- not so much, but probably my biggest disappointment with the film is that it didn't give Nick Jonas enough to do. No, he was a bit underutilized, wasn't he? Yeah, he he only came in in the back half of the film. It's probably like a time commitment thing. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm in a lot of films now. Yeah, is he? Really, What's he doing? I'm really busy. Well, uh, this year probably more. He's on a tour with the Jonas Brothers, relaunching the Jonas Brothers as a band, and then he's in that other movie we saw the trailer for. Ah, oh, so his career's oh, not going um, that well. The he's sort of back Pearl Harbor one. Yeah, yeah. Though I feel like that was only a cameo-ish kind of performance. Oh, really? As well, okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, like, his his solo career didn't do that well, and so he's like sort of backstepping into no, no. Into his the solo Jonas career Brothers. did great. Yeah, his solo career did really great, and well, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Objectively, it did. Like, so lots of artists, like he could tour and sell out stadiums if he wanted to by himself. So he peaked and he's going back to Jonas Brothers. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, his brother also did very well with his band, and they thought we'll just join forces and create like one of the biggest singles of the year, and they did. So, Not the other one, though. Hey, yeah, the other one. We don't talk about the third one, but um, yeah, just successful across the mm. board, and they can't but be attacked did he, by did Brandon. Did he do something, or just very untalented? Like, oh, what's the, what's the shame? Untalented. He's just he's just the no Joe part. You know what I mean? It's like that. That you got to have the trifecta. Yeah. There's Joe and there's Nick and then there's Kevin. Yeah. Like his, I could not like there. if you gave me like two pictures, I could not name which one would be. It's taken me a, a really Jonas long Brothers. time to learn which one was in Jumanji. Like I know that he's my favorite one. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't like if you had like if you had a picture of Adrian and you had a picture of a Jonas brother. That's great. Adrian would love that. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know who the Jonas brothers are either, but um. That's so, really, even after watching two of these films, you wouldn't recognize the actor from the film that you just watched? Uh, I'm saying the other Jonas Brothers. Uh, okay. And I, the only reason I do- They look a lot alike. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Also, <laughs> is his name Joseph Jonas? Joe's- Joe Jonas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess pretty, so. like, come on, parents. <laughs> I bet he's the youngest and the mum always wanted to call the kid Joe or Joseph. And no, the dad's Nick's like- the youngest. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> what did we think of Karen Gillan in this film? So she plays the same character sh- she did in the first one for most of it, mm. but then she briefly got to play Fridge. I felt that was rock level bad as well. Yeah, it uh, wasn't I thought the best. Okay, yeah, yeah. She owns the character that she plays, though. Like, yeah, he, that she does that well. Yeah, I think as M, she was good. Yeah, but 
yeah, I didn't quite buy her fridge yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah. So when you say like you didn't find the thrills as much as the first one, mm-hmm. so you you didn't rate any of the action sequences. I liked in this film? the ostrich. The ostrich sequence. Yeah. Was very that had it there for me. Yeah. But I feel like that might have been the only one. See, I really enjoyed the bridge sequence, especially as someone that plays Tomb Raider. I feel like I've played that level. That before. actually looked like a video game level. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really appreciated that, and I thought it was like, like thrilling. Like, I don't know. I think because I, you, you, we are aware of the the rules, the three, the three lines. Until we saw them actually lose two of their lives, and yeah. like I was counting them down. I'm like, all right, now I know there's real stakes in the game now. Like, yeah, I can't remember what it was, but in the first one, I think it was that they dropped the jewel once, and yeah. and I actually audibly went, no, like it was, so, <laughs> yeah. I was so invested, I was so there. Yeah. It just wasn't like that this time. Do you mm. know what I really liked though? Because we yeah. saw it in the cinema, the children's reactions yeah. are so great because yeah. you don't get that, you know, and yeah. it, was, it was really cute to see. Did my niece, because we went and watched it with my niece and nephew and um, They were parents, totally fine. Did they react to the film at all, though? As soon as it finished, yeah. your nephew goes, Paul, they're totally setting it up for another <laughs> sequel, <Yeah. laughs> which I just thought was really cute. Like, he had yeah. to commentary straight away. Yeah. I just, you know, like, there was laughing and I heard a little girl go, it's really loud when it was the drums. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, that, all that's quite delightful, I, I feel. Yeah, because I, I guess, like, my childhood is watching Jumanji, so, yeah. like, yes. that just brings it yes. to a special point, you know? Yeah. One thing, so, you know, in the, the first Jumanji, the Robin Williams one, it's like they roll, they don't go into the game. Yeah. The game comes sort of out to them. Into yeah. their world. Yes. Yeah. How do you think that- So, I think what they're setting up is now that's happened yes. again um, for the next movie. But why did it happen that way and why did it- you know what I mean? The machine's like, broken. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's that's what like the trailer also like sort of deceives you because I think uh, even um, one of the lines in the trailer is like there's something wrong with the game or something yeah. like that. And so I was ex- I was expecting the the stakes to be raised because the game is broken, like the rules yeah. don't apply anymore. We can do we can like glitch it out and do weird stuff. But I think that was probably yeah. a line that they were saving for the reveal of the the third one or whatever. I'm excited like I'm looking forward to a third one if they do make it, but I feel like we're not going to be able to do it for the show. Yeah. What I'm What, what do I'm you mean expect- like it won't be body, it won't be body swap? I don't think it will be. I think the uh rock and all those characters will come out and they will be like their own characters and then right. the char- that, like I would the, love to see that. And that would be really like interesting. With them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get to see them as they're supposed the kid, to be. The kids yeah. are just like, fuck me, right? Yeah. Or are they still in it? You, <laughs> yeah. Are you saying? Yeah, I think the kids will have to interact with the characters that okay. they were in the that's other games. That's a good games. premise. I feel like maybe that's what they should have done this a, one. I think it has a lot of potential. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That um, could be really exciting. And I, I think the, um, you know, part of what made original Jumanji sort of amazing was it was all this sort of fantastical stuff in a real life setting and yeah. when you're a kid especially like it was so easy to be like yeah. that's so scary like yeah, imagine I if you like, get turned into a monkey yeah or imagine <laughs> if your house got like overgrown by vines or yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, I really like that sort of yeah, element yeah. so yeah I'd be down for number three for sure yeah uh, hopefully they manage to like Slip in somebody swappage so we can do it for the show. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So I think one big missed opportunity in this film mm-hmm. is that the character of Spencer swaps into Aquafina mm-hmm. to begin with. And I was expecting, oh, we we're going to get, get some cliches. like lesbian, LGBT kind of stuff. With with, with <laughs> Aquafina and, yeah, um, and Karen Gillan's yes. character. But it kind of just sidestepped that because they swapped into gender appropriate roles before they were they were able to kiss, which I thought was a bit of a cop out. Yeah, like just do it. Like <laughs> why couldn't you just do it? Everyone would have appreciated it. Yeah, but it just might have been like in a real queer bait kind of way. Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> it's still it's still like representation. Mm, What's queer bait? Like when films just put queer content into appeal to a queer audience without actually like honoring that audience like just doing it just to uh, okay yeah just to put it out there oh look we're we're inclusive without actually meaning it like the background characters in star wars kissing 
Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't mind that so Come much. on, I was here for it, for It was sure. better than a lot of other, Absolutely. Like, like, the Disney. Uh, the- that is a huge spoiler as well. You have to put something what, before kiss? there. No, oh, come on. <laughs> no. I wouldn't want that ruined for me. No, well, I think, like, a lot of outlets just put it in there. Oh, wow. Headlines and stuff that it happens. So it I made me cry, so I'm sorry if we've ruined someone's. Yeah. Well, it was it was much better than just say like the Beauty and the Beast queer moment where like two yeah, guys just like look JK at each Rowling other. Yeah, or like Rowling just saying that Dumbledore was gay. It's yeah. like we well, can't just say it after. Yeah, and then making a sequel where set in the time period where he was having a gay relationship and then not including it. Yeah, like fuck you. Mm. <laughs> How miserable must Spencer's life just looked so shit It's like he's gone to college in New York And like it rains all the time He's got a shitty job And he couldn't yeah. hold down his uh, long distance relationship with the girlfriend His life is so shit He voluntarily went into the game Like <laughs> he, they weren't nearly mad enough at him for that yeah, totally. It was like 20 seconds and it was passed over It was like yeah. he put all of their lives at risk <laughs> Like super selfish Boy, just having a tantrum. Yeah. It's like he needed to go and like feel his big muscles and yeah, yeah. But but that that I actually appreciated because I was like, I always I always enjoy picturing the aftermath of these events and yeah. just being like, ten years down the track, you you were this happened to you. Like, how does it affect mm. a person? Yeah, and I think that actually was c- kind of like if you think of you experienced this thing and then like yeah, then, then life is so hard. Yeah. yeah. No, I uh, the only thing that uh, yeah. They should have been so much more angry. Like, they all killed up at the end. That was the only thing that. So. Yeah. It it was. It's completely unacceptable that they weren't fucking pissed pissed at him. Yes. If Mm. anything, like, the girlfriend's like, oh, let's get back together, even though you're fucking. We're so good. Yeah. Like, they climb a mountain and have a conversation. Yeah. And then they're making out. Yeah. He threw a little (laughs) tantrum and was like, "Mm, I don't feel like a man. I'm going to go in to be in my body swap game. But he didn't (laughs) force anyone to go back for him. Oh, no, come on, it was such a call for attention. I come on. I don't rock up to the thing. I I yes. completely like leave it out. It was very I selfish. Think, I think what he, he thought was going to happen- He his mum and his grandpa sucked into it. I mean, like, he did get his grandpa sucked in. I think what he thought was going to happen is he would go back in as the rock- and he knows all the answers to all the, the first puzzles. Level. But the so first would- one taught them that they have to work together. They couldn't have done it without Sexy Jonas. Mm-hmm. Come on. You can't do it. You have to do it as a team. Yeah. But. I mean, if it is following the rules of video games, like there's games that you can play that single scale, player yeah. and it will scale to how many players are carrying. Yeah, but playing. that couldn't have worked because Jonas was in there for so long. And he didn't get. Yeah, but, but he's he, not as it smart didn't scale for as, him. But it he didn't, didn't scale for him. He was too scared. He didn't have brave, brave yeah, stones, bravery. No, nah, he needed a team, and that <laughs> was what they even said in it. We're a team. And I felt have- like they were trying to build, like, like. Did Danny DeVito's character learn a lesson? I felt like they he were sort forgave, of. He yeah. forgave. He um, forgave Danny Glover. Like I felt like and there was a part of that. And he realized that getting old is a gift. But what does that mean? That he appreciates the fact that he's gotten to live a life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on, that's huge, Brendan. That's you not. You're like whatever. <laughs> well, that's what I need to learn. But uh, I, I think-, think if anything, like the original people didn't learn lessons this time. Like only Spencer learned a lesson because, like all the other original characters, had already got their shit sorted out. They just went in to help. Like I felt like it was it was like half supposed to be about him like learning from retirement that you know oh like like just because his ca- his restaurant closed down doesn't mean he couldn't have started something new he's like al- always like on the go like you know starts beating up those people and he doesn't stop when it sh- when he should have mm-hmm. he keeps you know like shaking the bridge and like actually to the detriment of other people yeah that he wa- mm. that was annoying wasn't it yeah like i think that was i thought that was leading to some lesson about he needs to learn when to stop and when he's gone too far i don't know anyway yeah, well but- that like he, he can take advice from younger generations they can like help you yeah something you I don't, don't need to just be a grumpy I think old he learned man. lots of lessons <laughs> <laughs> one thing i have about this and i think brendan you're gonna have a different opinion on this but why do films always have to make retail look so 
dour like and retail managers are, are always the worst people on earth like they have to come in and yell at their team members for no reason at all like because as someone are. that's been in that role i do not appreciate um being you know painted in such a villainous way well yeah. I, guess, I guess like like anyone who has that perspective obviously only worked the like the like it's a teenage perspective if you know what yeah. I mean like it's a young person's perspective because yeah. they don't yeah they don't understand oh, that person's just doing their job which is to make you do your job yeah like, <laughs> um, maybe he was a terrible worker and he Still deserved though, to be like, older it, it, going around like, he had it's his just phone gone- on him you shouldn't have your phone on you when you're working sorry go on. it's just gone Christmas <laughs> yeah like I've seen. Like a lot of retail workers be treated really badly by yeah. by members of the public. And like, this film was set at that time period as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like people are generally assholes and want the world for no reason, um, and take it out on poor like teenagers working for minimum wage. So here's the big uh, question for you guys. So you're dying. Would you choose to stay in a video game as a flying horse rather than come back to your normal life as a human being and d- die with dignity? Well, the picture they had painted is his wife had, had also passed on. Obviously, yeah. all his friends had. He was just mm-hmm. trying to make peace with Danny DeVito. Yeah. Whatever. What was his character's name? I can't remember. Uncle Eddie. Uncle- uh, sorry. Uh, Grandpa Eddie. Grandpa Eddie. Yeah. So... I I don't know, but there's no like there's no one in the like unless someone's actually playing the game. Yes, there's it's like talking to a machine and a poorly like coded one because and yeah. hasn't hasn't like many other films taught us that immortal life is not really yeah he's that never going up. to die in that game yeah unless he's- he wants to he could kill himself three yeah, times if you die three times uh, yeah, you actually die so, yeah. but that's pretty like that's <laughs> what an awful decision to, have to make. <laughs> I guess though it's in his hands. Like one day he'll be like, and he's I've a flying, he's a flying horse. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. But also like, he you can't talk to anyone. And yeah, and like you can't even can you even jerk off as a horse? So then if he wants to have sex, he's gonna have sex with other horses. <laughs> Does he? Is he attracted to other horses? This is Do you awful. become attracted to other horses when you become a horse? Let's just pivot and say how <laughs> joyful was it when the horse flew? Like. I I really liked that part. (laughs) I saw it coming. (laughs) Right. As soon as as it's like, you know, uh, Nick Jonas's is like, oh, whoa, like, I didn't know you could do that or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's going to fly. It's a Pegasus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm just disappointed you guys didn't want to riff on this horse sex. No, I purposely, like, (laughs) won't look you in the eye now. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, what about... um, the bringing back the Nora character. Oh, yeah. I, you know, it just now that you're saying it yeah. now, it just dawned on me who that character was supposed to be. Yeah, so it's the same actress. Yeah. It's her. So I was like, I know her and I know this is significant. Why? Because that will be exciting for the next one. I feel like we need to explain this for Brendan. He's, you lost, are you? Yeah. So the oh, woman, sweet Nora, boy. the woman that um, had the restaurant at the end. Yeah. She was the mother in the original. No, no. So wasn't she no, the one who she was playing with Alan Parrish? Oh yeah, yeah. No. So she, and and it, no, 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 no. That was Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie sure? Hunt was yeah. She was the mother. But didn't the parents die? The auntie. Oh, no, the auntie that okay. was taking care of the kids in the original Robin Williams Jumanji. Ah. So she was in it. So, it, like, all these um, crazy animals are running on the street and it's like... And so she will actually know what's up. And she'll have knowledge on how to, like, help beat the game. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean Daddy DeVito is going to be in the next one as well? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought he was hilarious. Yeah, he's a funny little potato man for yeah. sure. And, like, the physical <laughs> comedy, like, he was doing pratfalls. Yeah, and- I, I thought it's almost a waste that... He got swapped out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt the same. I was yeah. like, I'd rather see Danny DeVito <laughs> than, than the young the Rock. kids. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but Danny DeVito wouldn't have the physical stamina to film an entire Jumanji action movie. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel like as a person, human being, he has How limitations. Much of, um, like I really enjoyed the rope bridge thing. Yeah, I feel like that harks back to a lot of movies like Indiana yeah. Jones and like uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. How much of where they were 
do you think was on locations that were like that, or do you think a lot of it was just I, CGI? The, the rope sequence was all totally, totally. But what about I think the desert? The desert. Real. Yeah. Mm. Where do you think that was? I love thinking about stuff like that. It's just yeah, crazy. Because yeah, you're not going to get Danny DeVito to like stand out there in that heat <laughs> going to the Sahara Desert. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's so small. So like, yeah, I don't know. Like actually getting up those mountains with short legs would be really hard. <laughs> Um, yeah. I just always think of like, especially with those like sand scenes, I'm mm. like, imagine like how much work it is just not to step and like, I, I wonder how long it takes for it to like reset, you know what yeah. I mean? Because so you, if you see someone's like gone and put something in place and then yeah. there's all these footprints. You can totally edit you could this out. CGI it out. When I was yeah. in, I was in the commercial when I was younger. Yeah. I was in the Qantas commercial. Yeah. And we did a thing where the apostles are. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we did it at, when the sun came up and we all had to walk in a line and st- walk in each other's footprints. And then, like, it, the sand had to get brushed behind the last person. <laughs> so, for that exact reason, like, the sand had to look all undisturbed. Yeah, that would be so annoying, mm. I think. Um, I think, in general, like, the production values of this film were, like, great. I think the film looked great. And yeah, it, a- it did. There was a little bit of CGI that felt a bit rushed, but for the most part, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Like, yeah. great sets and great, like, costumes and, and everything. Work. Location, yeah. Like, you could see the money on the screen. Do you know how it's performing? Uh, very well. Yeah. yeah. It's a success. So, we should hopefully get the next one. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely outgrossing cats right now. <laughs> <laughs> As is many things. Um, although, I kind of want to just do a hate watch of it to... Do you, uh, maybe someone swaps bodies and cats. Can we just do it? <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So now to our favorite segment, hot or not. Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Everyone, Everyone is, is beautiful, beautiful in their own way. Have you been practicing, Paul? That sounded very well. You did very well. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm releasing an album. It's just going to be different versions of the Hot or Not theme. <laughs> this just seems like the easiest ride to get a double, a double hot. Right, so or a uh, double knot. Well, <laughs> a double knot. <laughs> like not, a shoelace. Not necessarily because... Oh, you've got some shifty little plan. Well, not, not really because last time when we reviewed the original film, these were high school aged people. So we friended or foed them. And now they are college age adults. So we can hot or not them. Oh, I still don't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, like, they're, they're comfortably all in their mid-twenties now, so I feel comfortable with hot or notting them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, some of the characters we did hot or not originally, so I, let's just get them out of the way. I, I'm quite happy to finally induct some people into the double hot. Yeah, let's get Jack Black inducted. Get him that Melora Harden yeah. outstanding <laughs> achievement. I want him to get, yeah. to get it. Yeah, baby. let's do it. So, straight off the bat, Jack Black, you're oh. a double hot. across the board. You're a double hot. <laughs> Nick Jonas, you're a double no. hot. <laughs> Karen Gillan, double hot. Double hot. Um, guy that plays Fridge. Well, he was he was a friend last You're not time. Doing the yeah. rock. You're not doing the rock. Well, uh, you can't get a double hot. Did we? we didn't, we I didn't, didn't give, give him the, one. We didn't give Rock a double hot. We didn't give him a hot last time. He's too so, pointed out. Yeah, we like it was controversial. We gave Jack Black a hot and Rock <laughs> a not. I fucking live for that. Yeah. That's that's so the I'm, best. I'm standing by that. Sorry, yeah, Rock. Sure. You're a double knot. <laughs> Send them a shoelace with a double knot in it. <laughs> That's their award. So let's get the new people out of the way. So we've got Aquafina. Hot. I'm definitely giving her a hot. I love her so much. I think she's like 
I think the original kind of roles that she entered into Hollywood with, you didn't realize how pretty she was, but this year she's really shown like that she's actually quite stunning. All right, I totally called that she was beautiful right from the beginning, and I mm. love her husky voice. Mm. I love her rap career. I'm like yeah. here for it. Yeah, and she's, she's a rapper as well. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we'll save that for the tenures. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I like, and she just seems like a cool person. Like she's for like sure. someone you definitely want to hang out with. Yeah, big so. time. Yeah, I will say I do like her personality. She has a bit more of a like masculine vibe to me than I usually like, but because of her personality and. I think she's like a good actor and stuff. I'll I'll give her a, a hot as well. Ah, oh, there you go, Danny DeVito, <laughs> Lucy. I'm, I'm actually very curious. No, he's a little potato man. I'm sorry. He's the best. Yeah, but he, he's not hot. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to give him a hot. Like, but he gets a friend for life. He, yeah, he's status. he's the best. He yeah. is. Could he have been any other way? You know what I mean? Like he's so like Yeah, I don't think even if he like when he was young, if he like decided to be like the fittest person on earth, he would still look like Danny DeVito. Yeah. Like, like to work with what he's got and be where he is, I like applaud. Like yeah. the guy is completely, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's so himself. Yeah. Yeah. There's very few people in Hollywood that are that individual. Like, that's Danny DeVito. Yes, absolutely. there's no other Danny DeVito and no one could ever be Danny DeVito. Yes. Apart from him. Yeah. I'm sure I could still watch, like, terrible films like Twins and- Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I would still enjoy watching Danny DeVito do his work, so. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Glover, hot or not? He's definitely a handsome man. Mm Mm-hmm. But- no, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's getting so up he, there in the years. So, you're going to give him a heart? He's he's a like a distinguished, handsome <laughs> gentleman for sure. <laughs> so, that's a heart? What's your assessment, <laughs> Paul? Um, I'm going to give him, just purely for my personal preferences, he's a bit too old for me, so I'm giving him a not. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's too old for me too. Like, peak age... Danny Glover, definitely a hot. Like, yeah. Predator 2, Danny Glover, hot. Yeah. Even though that film's a trash pile. Um, but, yeah, not this. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, that's the same for me then. Well, yeah, by that standard, he's got too many penises for me. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan prefers one and a half penises. Uh, Colin so, Hanks. Oh, yeah, Does Colin he get Hanks. a double hot? We're going to give Colin gets, Hanks a double hot? He gets hot? a double hot. Yeah. Um, no, nah, he's less hot, this one. Oh. <laughs> oh, and the girl that plays Bethany and the girl that plays M as well. Are we giving them hots yeah. this time around? Yeah, everyone's good yes. looking in this But show. they got friends last like- time, so they're not doubles, but they, they do get the hot this yes. time. Um, and also, we didn't do Reese, Reese Darby last time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you go. Um, I'm going to give him a not. Even though I think he's hilarious he and I like him. He is hilarious, yeah. But I'm going to give him a nod. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't think he's ugly. Like, I, I think he's not a, a hideous person, but like- He's yeah. very well cast in this, I think. <laughs> yeah. He does that role really well. And yeah. I think he looks his best here. Like, if you think of like how they dress him and stuff in like Flight of the Concords <laughs> yeah. and stuff, like, he, he does look like a rugged, like, gentleman. Like, yeah. he doesn't do too bad. Yeah. All right. Well, that was very uncontroversial. But yeah. I'm very glad, like, I, do you know- this means we've got males in the double hot Hall of Fame. Has it been not been no the, man until now? Yeah, Nick Jonas and um, really? Colin Hanks and Jack Black. And Jack Black, baby. <laughs> I really I wish that. I could have quashed <laughs> the Jonas, but yeah, why? It works. What's wrong with him? He's not. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve it. He's not Leslie Mann material. That's that actual fucking he bullshit. He deserves it. Come on, he does. <laughs> what did he ever do to you besides being a perfect human being? <laughs> I even noticed this time he's got a weird ear as well, which I also love. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so handsome. Lucy's like, he- like, shoot him a couple of times like, or cut a limb off. And no, I'm, like, I'm not like that. But I just feel like he's not like a Ryan Reynolds type or he's not like- photoshopped <laughs> yeah did you see the video for his birthday um his wife got him a puppy for his birthday yes. and like you um, sent it to me yeah. <laughs> yeah, sent it to me as well <laughs> <laughs> it was i actually i think i, I shared it on the swapcast feed <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's worth checking out because there's nothing more adorable than like shirtless nick jonas waking up to a puppy licking yes, his face it's very cute uh, I don't know. Did you see that thing when Kirsten Bell, is that her name? Kristen Bell. Yeah. Um, her husband, like, 
got sloths to come for her birthday. Yeah, and she cries. <laughs> and she's so overwhelmed because <laughs> she's so excited. Yeah. That's pretty adorable. She's um she has an interesting Instagram. Do you follow her on Instagram? No. Um she's like very much an oversharer and she like uh, so recently her dog had um, this tendency to like shit in really awkward places. So she wanted to document all her like adventures having to clean up his shit from behind the washing machine in all these places. <laughs> Come or, on, she's yeah, stars. It's, it's, They're just like us. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite funny and yeah. it's very like grounding yeah. like she's like i'm just a person i clean up yeah. shit all day <laughs> um, her and her and her husband seem like they're super good value like yeah, yeah, yeah i actually. almost feel bad for the fact that we um out charted his podcast the other week yeah i'm sure that it's already <laughs> i'm it sure it's all adjusted it's in the matrix yeah yeah <laughs> he was just like staring at the charts like what the fuck is yeah. this <laughs> swap what <laughs> Okay, now it's time for Opinion Swap, uh, where we find some interesting reviews of Jumanji The Next Level from across the interwebs, but mostly just Letterboxd. All right, so this one's from Bethany on Letterboxd. She gives it three stars. I don't think it's Bethany from the film. Bethany's my name too. (laughs) Uh, She says, my favorite character is Karen Gillan's stomach. I mean, they're killer abs. (laughs) They're killer abs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I'm surprised they let her have the same costume because that was probably the element of the original that people complained about the most is that her character's costume was overly sexualized. Annoyingly though, like, it's true to form. Like, yeah. it's, you know, look at what Lara Croft wears. Look at what, yeah. you know. And that scene where she was recovering the berry was just, like, so Tomb Raider. Like, they, yeah, they, that scene, it's yeah. like they got the level design out of Tomb Raider and just shoved it in the film. I very much appreciated <laughs> that. So, this one I can't say I really know what you're talking about, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah just, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> um, so, this one's from Max on Letterboxd. And he says, in this movie, The Rock punches an ostrich in the face. Karen Gillan feels her own boobs. Kevin Hart talks really slowly. <laughs> Aquafina does her best Danny DeVito impression. Danny DeVito complains about not being able to get laid, which is extremely unrealistic. I mean, have you seen how hot that guy is? <laughs> There's a reason Reddit thinks he's the sexiest man alive. It's a good thing he isn't in the movie a lot because I had to resist the urge to whip it out. <laughs> Mm. And bust a fat nut every time he was on screen. Fuck. Mm. (laughs) Disappointing. (laughs) Danny Glover embraces his horse fetish. Should you see it? (laughs) Should you not see it? Would Martin Scorsese think it's cinema? I don't know. I don't even know anything anymore. Uh, what are these movies anyway? Well, <laughs> I feel like Max was on a journey there. <laughs> existential crisis. Do you agree that you wanted to uh, whip it out every time Danny DeVito was on screen, Brendan? Like out of respect or what? <laughs> <laughs> Just the overwhelming horniness? Uh, I, was, I was good. <laughs> this one's from Matthew Lewis, who gave it three stars. And he says, I knew this film would chicken out of having Karen Gillan and Aquafina kiss. Cowards. Oh, and the film itself, pretty much the same film as the last one. So, you know, not the worst thing in the world. So I, That's I, your impression of this movie. Except I would have given it more than three stars, but pretty much. <laughs> Becky gives it two and a half stars and she says, I want to come home for Christmas and be told that Danny DeVito is now my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we have Colin who gives it one and a half stars. And he says... This remake of the spin-off of Jumanji is definitely worse than the spin-off of Jumanji. Yet the original <laughs> Jumanji is better than the spin-off of Jumanji and the remake of the spin-off of Jumanji. It's not a remake of the spin-off if it's a sequel. <laughs> That's stupid. I think it was just trying to be clever. So fuck you. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So now it's time for Tenuous Recommendations, where we each recommend a movie, TV show, song, album, or book that is connected to today's movie in some way. So, Brendan, what do we have this week? Well, this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go straight into it. I'm going to go strong. And yeah. you guys will appreciate this because this will we film... we though? Because I feel like we won't. This film was a reboot. Uh-huh. Well, is a part of a reboot of... The, the the George Munji franchise. The George Munji. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm hot. <laughs> it's funny. Are you going to recommend shoes because they're like boots? <laughs> what? <laughs> Reboot. <laughs> 
I, I, I wish I wish I was that clever. But we no. don't even have the excuse that it's late at night yeah. this time. We're it's just, just like delirious <laughs> from heat. Yeah. No, like I'm I'm going to reboot the tenuous link section of this of the podcast. No. <laughs> I'm Sounds doing it. Dumb. I'm doing it straight. I'm doing it boring and just like you guys, where uh-huh. I'm just connected to something very ho hum. Yeah. So this one, my film is called Chasing Bubbles, which, like Jumanji, <laughs> you're getting into going, like, um, was also a documentary. And this documentary <laughs> was like a Kickstarter. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Like the like you know it was a, like how, how it was like about animals and it was like a it was a documentary. This is a super joke and I don't like. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, fine, fine. All right. It has it has um the same script writer as the documentary that I'm doing. What? All right. Okay. How does a documentary have a script writer? <laughs> I mean, documentaries do have script writers. So if oh, they that's do. the joke. That's a stupid joke because it's all true. Right, okay. Okay. Let me reboot this. Oh, uh, stop <laughs> saying reboot. It doesn't apply. <laughs> So, Chasing Bubbles is a documentary uh, which is about uh, this guy called uh, Alex Russ um, who goes on an adventure. He He's this farm boy turned, like, Wall Street guy and at, at the age of 25 just realizes this is not the life of me. I'm hating it. And he decides to quit it all, like, sell off everything he's got. He buys a boat and he starts sailing around the world. And it it's this really interesting documentary. It was, like I said, it was kickstarted. And it feels like a real passion project from the people who he's met along the way um, for like three years or so where he's just trailing around the world. And it was a real adventure, just like this film. Like he goes to volcanoes. Does he befriend a whale or something? Uh, well, he does swim with them and stuff like yeah. that. Like that sounds when you nice. said chasing bubbles, I thought this was going to be a Michael Jackson documentary. Oh no! <laughs> no, it's a it's a lot more inspiring. <laughs> it's rather than depressing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's an amazing documentary, and his story. I like feel like it's something that a lot of people will be inspired by. But if anyone's ever done something and then finished it and sort of felt like that sense of lostness at the end mm-hmm. that also probably have some sort of relation to what he's going through as well mm-hmm. um, as you come sort of towards the end of this grand adventure that he's been on and it's like what's next so how did he fund it how did he fund sailing around the world for three years this is uh, what I want to know he's probably had rich parents right uh, a Wall Street person. and very Wall wary Street of person. people who travel as their job like <laughs> that I it's a I struggle with that like he 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 sold everything he's got and all 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 the money he had he put into buying a Did cheap he see boat. into the wild? That's a bad idea. <laughs> well, if you watch the documentary, you might reconsider because he but meets we amazing don't people. Watch the documentary because <laughs> you recommended it. <laughs> Do you remember that Australian guy sailed around the world? No. Nah. I can't remember what his name oh, was. The one he wrote and- a book and yeah, yeah, I do remember. Um, that. And like they made a documentary out of that. And, like, there's sometimes where he's just so frightened and it's so dangerous. He's just literally crying for his mum on camera. Like, I want my mum. Yeah. Is it like that? <laughs> um, well, he does have some, like, near misses and stuff like that, but his is a bit more. Well, I don't know. We're, we're really tanking this one, aren't we, Paul? <laughs> um, interesting. I don't know why I've taken this uh, tact, but, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, that was Chasing Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> It's really beautiful and it's uh, one that people should watch because it's like, it's free on YouTube because like, once again, it was just a Kickstarter. They wanted to share his story. He wasn't involved in it. Anyway, go I'm watch sorry, it. Brendan. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Don't take it. It does sound in- inspiring. <laughs> all right. So, after that, you better have a good one, Lucy, after like fucking shitting all over the um, Well, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people in this yeah. film. Yeah. And so, it's hard to like, I don't know, when recommending a film, it's like you want to do something you can actually like yeah. tell people a secret or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, chasing bubbles. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Also, I don't really know why- why? How was it connected? Yeah, just because, because it's an it's an adventure. He go he like he goes and meets cannibals. He goes to, uh, to the top of a volcano. He travels around. Yeah, that's illegal. Well, he didn't he didn't join them. He just <laughs> met them. Like it's it's a big adventure. <laughs> okay, well that's great. I'm really glad for you mm. for your adventure. 
Um, I my connection is Danny DeVito. Yeah. Um, and see, this is the thing. It's like, what do you do? What do you recommend? I've already done Ocean's Eight <laughs> with Aquafina. Yeah. I can't remember how I got there, but sure, yeah. whatever. And so I'm doing Man on the Moon, um, which I'm sure you've both seen. I've never actually watched it. Oh my god, amazing! I can't wait yeah. to make you to force you to watch it. <laughs> Um, Wait, what's the connection? Oh, it's Daddy DeVito. Daddy DeVito's in it, of course. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously an amazing Jim Carrey vehicle. Like you know, one of those times where he like really stretches his Mm -hmm. like acting abilities. Yeah, apparently you did it completely like in method. uh, method Yeah, and so they made a documentary about that. (laughs) However long after, and like drove everyone nuts. And also, so it's a uh, um, you know like a biopic about Andy Kaufman, who Mm -hmm. I. Very much struggle with as a concept. Yeah. He seemed like kind of an asshole. And I feel like a lot of guys, like comedy nerd guys, really idolize him. Yeah. And he was like really mean to women, mm. it, it would seem. Yeah. Um, so I kind of am always like, why do you like Andy Kaufman so much? Like, what does yeah. that say about you? But like, yeah. as a film, it's an amazing story. And mm. it also has Courtney Love in it. And I love mm. her in movies. Yeah. Um, this was like peak Courtney Love acting times and yeah. it like it's a great film it's got like some beautiful songs in it blah 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 yeah. so yeah that's my recommendation i can't believe paul hasn't seen it yeah i was surprised yeah it's i, I don't know why i never watched it when it came out and then i just never did mm. so if you believe they <laughs> with a man on the moon <laughs> i'm aware of the song <laughs> it's yeah, in you the, haven't watched uh, a film it's in the movie Oh, wow. He's a bit like that. Yeah, wow. <laughs> My connection is Aquafina. Mm. Are you uh, doing the farewell? Yes. Yes, amazing. Yes. So, uh, this year she starred in a film called The Farewell, which I'm sure in the next couple of months will be getting a lot of Oscar attention. Mm. It's a film about a Chinese woman that was raised in America and she finds out that her grandmother, who still lives in China, is dying. But as per Chinese tradition, nobody will tell the grandma that she is dying. So she's given like six months to live. Yeah. And they don't tell her. Yeah. So she travels back to China to be with her dying grandmother, but she can't let the grandmother know that she's actually dying. Mm. Um, And it's that internal struggle between like dealing with Chinese traditions and American traditions and like it's all, it's about family and, um, it's a really beautiful film and it's not as depressing as what that description makes it sound like. It's actually quite uplifting and funny and interesting and personal. Like it's based on the true story. The director, writer, director, Lulu Wang, it's based on her life. And, and it, it's based like it came from a podcast. Like yeah. she tried to pitch it as a film, yeah. And like everywhere said no. Like she went to Chinese studios and they said yeah. no. And I haven't seen the film, but I yeah. love the podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she did it as a podcast first, and then like it got all this traction from that. I was I was so hoping that you would do this. Like I was going <laughs> to say it before. It's like I almost wanted to recommend it, having never seen it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, it's totally on like. Top of my list. Yeah, it definitely worth a watch. Um, mm. I think it could look off-putting to people because it's such a specific story and it's a story about like a dying grandmother, which would be off-putting to a lot of people. But I think if you give it a go, you won't be disappointed. So, Like, yeah, it's one of those ones I've, I've been like, oh, I will watch that eventually. But mm. just like Marriage Story where it's just like pure relationship mm-hmm. i need to be in like the right headspace the right mood to be yeah. able to like enter into just someone's business yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, but that, yeah I'm, I'm keen to see it where would you guys rank jumanji the next level in all the movies that we've watched for the podcast so i'm putting it in between damn yankees and chances are 13. 13? Yeah. All right. I'm putting it below Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, that's what my next question was going to be like, how far away is it from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm putting it next one below and then above Damn Yankees. So that makes it number six for me. And I am putting mine 13th as well. Mine is underneath Freaky Friday, um, but above Down to Earth. Which so Freaky Friday? 2003. Okay. Yeah, so which puts it one, two, two, yeah, two below 
the original. original. Well, the the reboot. So, are we all recommending it? Uh, I would say if you watch the first one and you're looking to go see something, I would go see it. It's yeah. it's still fun. Like you, I think what we we're saying about Jack Black, like yeah. the second half, as soon as he's Bethany, I'm I'm uh, having a lot more fun than yeah. the first half, but. Yeah. Sure. I I was surprised by how much affection I had for the characters from watching the original. So I was just happy to spend more time with them. So I think if you do have an affection for the original, you're not Mm going to be disappointed with this one. Mm -hmm. So next episode, we are going to finally do the film that we promised several episodes ago. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Ice Angel, a.k.a. (laughs) On Thin Ice Going for the Gold. I thought it was going to be the sex one. What's the Sex trip. Sex trip. Okay. (laughs) So the thing is, sex trip is now available outside of Russia it is available in America, but it's not available in Australia. So we still have Just to buy wait. that DVD for yes. <laughs> money well spent. And the DVD will literally cost me like $100 to import. I'm not <laughs> spending that much money on the sex trip. Uh, this is the uh, 2000 Fox TV movie starring Nicole Tom and the champion figure skater Nancy Kerrigan. Whoa. So, uh, and the storyline is a popular hockey player and an ice skater die on the same day. The soul of the skater goes to heaven, but the hockey player is reborn in the body of the ice skater. So it's down to earth with hockey playing. Nancy Kerrigan isn't one of the swapped people, is she? No. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> That's a stretch for like an athlete <laughs> branching out into film. But yeah. Um, you don't know who she is, do, no. do you? Did you see I, Tonya? Yeah. So Nancy Kerrigan is the one who gets her knee hit. Oh, she she's in this film. Yes. How crazy is that? Yeah. Well, like, but she's not acting. She's so she's in. She's an acting in this film. She's playing herself. If herself in this film. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is it a tiny cameo or is it like she yeah. she's billed like highly like wow. she's just like third build. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be an interesting one. What was the one with the baseball? Damn Yankees. Damn Yankees. Yeah, I like. I like the idea of like mixing a sports, like a sports film. Well, I think this is more like the swap. Remember that had hockey and ice skating. Yeah, yeah, but this will this will be all about like doing the sport. You know what I mean? Like and getting yeah. better at it. Actually, that does play to a few of them, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because so often it's like the big game is the, the thing. The big game is the stakes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Or, the, or the big um, water skiing tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Not even tournament, it's just like a display, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, cool, yeah. that's going to be really terrible, I can really tell already. Yeah, but in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fun, perfect yeah. fodder for this podcast. Yeah, so if you thought this episode was a bit too conflict-free, <laughs> wait till next episode. I don't know, we were pretty mean to Brendan for the, tenu- the yeah, tenuous you, thing. Brendan. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> no, you got please. it somewhere. <laughs> I, you gave Lana Del Rey a chance for me, so I'm going to... Oh yeah, I've got to give you 100 uh, Scar songs to listen to. <laughs> yeah. I should put a playlist together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Her face looks so regretting. I yeah. still haven't forgiven. <laughs> And Brendan for his Hillary Duff ty- tirade from a few episodes back, so that that wound won't heal anytime soon. So you can go fuck yourself. Anyway, until next episode, we I was Paul Mitty. <laughs> I was Lucy Thomas, and I was Brendan Levi. Signing Piece off. Of shit. <laughs> be aggressive. Be, be, be aggressive. aggressive towards Brendan. <laughs> All right. Bye. Like Bye. us on iTunes. See ya. <laughs> Shut up, Brendan. The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.